Hey, it's been a while. And Mm-hmm. Two weeks, yeah. That's one way to put it. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah, supposedly, no. I guess it's one for its lesser known works. And uh, the film premiered on Nippon Television on August 19th, 1984. And, oh, I think you added this last part. The soundtrack was done by Kentaro Haneda, who worked on everything from anime to video games. <laughs> My God, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, um, should we, uh, yeah, we might as well, cause, uh, how else can you unpack this? So, uh, it starts off in a film some, somewhere in South America, or Central America, I'd say. We focus on this guy who's dressed as a hunter with a rifle, and he has some weird squiggly line on his cheek. That... That bothered me throughout the entire film. His name is Ryosuke. And he's joined by this little uh, Mexican boy named Chico. I'm so glad they didn't go with... I'm so glad they didn't go with Pedro for this one. I'm like... That would... South Americans. Yeah, we don't know where in South America this takes place. Just somewhere in South America.
hunt yeah they're hunting a monster and Here's part of some kind of punk-unk motorbike gang. Yeah, real generic. Mm -hmm. It was very 80s, alright. Yes, he just quickly jumps around and starts slashing on their faces. Yes. He's left with his grandpa, yeah. And, uh, what do we feel of her? Oh my god! <laughs> oh my god! Uh, with cat ears, it's possibly older. Yeah, his father bought him as a home as a birthday present. Apparently it was near, back it was found near where she works, so, um, you can put two and two together. Uh, they managed to break into the high-tech facility where she works at, and it's... Mm-mm. Oh yeah, we cut back to the present where, um... They find this, this woman who's 
claims that a beast killed everyone in a village and they rush off off to the village and then it's back to the past where they break in and oh yeah they had a bunch of of shepherd animal heads kept in these uh, uh canisters hooked up to miss wires and a bunch of stuff like apparently they're still kept alive yeah Yeah, it's, it looks so creepy. Yeah, like they meet the president of the company and she uses her hypnosis to make him talk about what's going on and where she can find people. Mm-hmm. Apparently not. I know, <laughs> Jesus Christ. Oh, no, 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 you'll, you'll forget that, um, Baggy, they revealed that Baggy was in one of the experiments in the lab, and that, uh, oh, the, yeah, the, uh, daughter, and when an earthquake, uh, broke all the cages, causing the animals to leave, uh, Ryu's mom ordered that all the experiments had to be killed immediately before word gets out, and Baggy was the only survivor because she was hidden and by... I her mother in a dump. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and, uh, it's very feel that uh, she's a hybrid between a mountain lion and a human. Which is part of a uh, big research in genetics. And that's when they go to South America. When, yeah, so while she's in storage trying to pretend to be a regular mountain lion, all those, uh, fine hands, uh, 
Yeah, they just start strangling her and groping her and... Like... Who else but Japan? <laughs> yeah! Yeah, it's... Yes. Yeah, so, uh, uh, they met, Rio managed to rescue her, they, uh, um, someone uh, just opens the cargo door to drop him, and they bet Rio is injured, and which leads to, uh, Baggy having to look after him. And, okay, and then she fucking dances. And, uh, oh god, I forgot rage and it causes the, uh, clothes to come off. Oh my god. I literally just did this for the fan surface. Yeah, you're with rebels. Uh, no, we're with the circus. Yeah, so he, the general poses as him them to prove it by having bag. He just jumped through all these flaming hoops, which is spent like thirty meters. And and even though she makes it and she's burned up a little bit, they knock him the fuck out. And that's when Ryu finds uh, his mother, where they're at the uh, a research lab. And and that's where we oh yeah and mom the mom tells him. Um, that they just plan on killing Faggy and dissecting her. Uh, cause... Us, yeah, cause... Yeah, like... She's really stuck up. Yeah, like, that one, this came out of nowhere, like, it's hard to feel like a Snow White I ran fan fiction. I know! Yeah, and Baggy's, like, glued to some kind of wall, and... And yeah, she plans on putting Baggy's frozen heart in the box, and... Apparently she made a 
she was subjected to or some kind of thing that started to make her go back to her bell roots and make her lose her intelligence and ability to talk. Yeah, like apparently the rice is much bigger. Yeah, so they're testing it out the animals now. But the it instead fatally kills all the animals. And Ryu uh, tries to sneak out of his room, only to be met by the settler's guy at gunpoint, called Cement Bond. No. Like... Yeah, so... <laughs> like... I always thought they should take a cue from Two-Face. Yeah, and you're planning on killing another animal. And... Yeah, like... Yeah, I know, it's a complete heel turn. And because Lysa says he can't continue the research anymore, but the president says, No, you gave us something better. You gave us something that can... and kill our enemies. Yeah, like, I don't know why. Like, uh... Like, if they were planning on performing a dissection, that would... Don't, don't you think that would get in the way? Yeah. <laughs> 
Yeah. He just coats his fucking hand he's on the gun in and glue. And... So yeah, they had to split up. Uh, but... Uh, Ryu makes Paggy promise her that, despite everything, that she won't hurt his mom. Cause she wants, he's hoping he can still convince her to abandon his research and turns out she is abandoning his research cause after hearing the plan, she gathers all the, the uh, lethal uh, super rice she did into one big uh, ball and she plans on getting it far away so no one could ever uh, research it ever again. Oh wait, well, yeah, we're getting ahead of ourselves. Cause, uh, while Ryu makes it out, out uh, he notices back at one of Ray carrying something with her mouth. Oh, and despite him trying to call out to her, he she's not responding. And she can't talk anymore. And that's when uh, Ryu finds his mom just covered in bite marks and scratches. She tries to tell him something, but all she can say is baggy before she dies. And that's where uh, that. Yeah, uh, like, uh, that bond guy offered to cheat you everything he knows, like, why would you want to learn anything from that guy? He's, he's incompetent at his job! Mm-hmm. So, oh, oh yeah, I remember, so I remember something, like, they arrived to that village where... Uh, that one was allegedly attacked by Baggy, but it turns out it was just a regular mountain lion, so a red hair herring. Yeah, allegedly, and they want to hire a Ryu to hunt her down. weapon.
Yeah, they just I saw shooting gun each other down like holy shit. And she takes out the fucking uh, president as well and so it's just her and Ryu now, and Ryu is here once her friends, and he noticed a glare coming off from a necklace pendant she's wearing. And then they still continue to, like, she's fast and still real agile with all her animalistic traits, but she, he managed to seemingly kill her. Uh, and that's yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's when he noticed the pendant on him, uh, and it contains a note inside, which was written by his mom. And it turns out, Baggy didn't kill her at all. Oh, oh that she he's trusting her to run off at the rice barn and hide it from people. Huh? And... Yeah, and it was, apparently it was the, Leslie, the president's attack guards that killed her. And Baggy couldn't tell him at all because her intelligence all but disappeared. Because he's now just a fellow cat. And Ryu, yeah. He's moaning at some kind of touch, and they find out Baggy's body disappeared. Yes, and she's alive, and Ryu decides to just let her live her life, hopefully far away from humans. And it just stops there with her running during the credits. And that was it. That was a surprisingly boring movie. Like, despite all the... Despite everything in it, uh, it's batch of crazy uh, premise. It was really, really boring. Yeah, like, like it was, so, like the animation wasn't even all that great. It was a standard uh, made-for-TV 80s. He said, it was just bland, like, I, I still can't get over some of the designs, like, 
Maggie being too sexualized, uh, and, and, I just don't know what else to say, it's just boring of all. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, she's just, feels like she was just creative to, uh, fill in some fetish by the animator. Yeah! <laughs> 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 It's like criminal lot. Oh, really? I was going to give it a 1.5. Yeah! 
The Walt Disney of anime, yeah. No. Mm-hmm. And we got quite a bit of news, uh, you, you usually start. Yeah! Yeah, that, I've won an Oscar, and it's a shame. Died at 64. No. Oh, the Californian raisins, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and, yeah, another sad one. Carl Rethers dead at 76, I believe. Yeah, 76. He was a former linebacker for the NFL, but you all best know him as Apollo Creed in the Rocky series. He's and the golf teacher in Happy Gilmore, and most recently for his role, role in uh, The Mandalorian, and where he appeared in all three seasons. Like, Yeah. 
<laughs> yeah, this, this this one sucks, but uh, it keeps on sucking because of the next headline. A fantastic human being. And... Ah. And, uh... This one, uh, isn't quite as tragic, but, uh... It really fucking pisses me off, this next headline. Coyote versus Acme to be scrapped and deleted entirely. Like, yeah, like, 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 uh, some people are let saying that uh, Warner Bros. was never even serious about selling the movie in the first right. They just did it in a desperate attempt to try to get rid of the bad headlines. But this only made things worse for them because not only a lot of people pissed off and Apparently, they didn't even let the filmmakers be part of the uh, negotiations with the other studios. Oh, and uh, even uh, the fam famous South by Southwest Film Festival wanted to screen the film, to which Warner Brothers refused to. Like, they are actively going out of the way to make sure this film never sees the light of day. And apparently David Shaslav never even seen the film to begin with. Like, I am convinced he's just trying to, uh... He's planning on just dismantling Warner Brothers and just run off of it before he drains as much money out of it as possible. Yeah, but today... Yeah, babe, come as a bitch, Shaslov.
Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's right. I like, uh, it's, like, he's not even giving a, a film a chance at all. Well, regardless whether the film is good or bad, it's still a really shitty thing to do. Yeah, and uh, uh, yeah, it's clear that they're only doing this just so they it won't be a tax as much for the quarter. Mm -hmm. uh, let's see, are you talking about 2023? Yeah, it was, it was universal. Yeah, but, yeah, like, like, uh, Universe actually dominated with the Super Mario Brothers movie, then Oppenheimer. Oh, yeah, definitely. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's massive. No. Oh, that reminds me of something Phil Lord treated. Like, he said after he was allowed to see a screen in the movie, he said, it would be hilarious if this actually ends with a hearing in front of Congress. Apparently it has some that happens in a movie as well, so... Yeah, they lost money while Southwest continues to stuff of money into his pockets. Uh, it would be hilarious that the entire government is behind Wiley Coyote now.
like he had, another thing I read is apparently his annual salary is like 300 million a year like they say he's the most overpaid executive in the entertainment industry Yeah, yeah. Uh, they actually, uh, yeah. I think uh, they sold the distribution rights to the day the Earth blew up, and some uh, small animation uh, production company managed to pick it up. Meetings, yeah. Mm hmm. Definitely. Okay, and let's see. Ian, I. Oh, yeah, I got this. Uh, the founders of Rocksteady have founded a new game studio, 100 Star Games. So, uh, this is a bit of a story, so, uh, uh, bear with me here. So, problems loomed uh, when they announced first announced Suicide Squad killed the Justice League in uh, 2020. Now, they didn't really reveal any gameplay, and there was some red flags because it was Rocksteady's previous work were all uh, action adventure single player games, while uh, Kill the Justice League was focusing on an online only looter shooter um, multiplayer, which is it's a far cry from the type of games they develop. And it go through numerous delays throughout its development. And... Mm-hmm. And... And another sign was... Was that the founders of Rocksteady just left last month. And so this was pretty recent. And which really speaks trouble to how the game turned out. And it turned out pretty bad, cause people were saying it was mixed at best, and if all the combat, gun-focused combat and missions being really, really repetitive, and did not hold a candle to their past games at all. Mm -mm. And allegedly, Rockstar is. Oh, well, the Ronald Brothers is hoping to do a bunch of C-17 seasons worth of DLC for this game, but I really doubt them get that far. A lot of people are comparing this to uh, Square Enix's Avengers game, which was also another live surface game focused on comic books. So, yeah, don't be surprised if uh, Rocksteady gets shut down sometime in the future. Mm-hmm. 
Okay, and you got this next one. Ah, uh, no, 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 you uh, skipped it. Gameplay reveal for Indiana Jones and the Great Circle. Mm-hmm. And, uh... Mm-hmm. Um, let's see, let me look it up here. It takes, yeah, it takes place in, uh, uh, the first film and the third film, and, uh, it's gonna be a first-person, uh, action-adventure game. And, well, Indiana Jones has to sneak and fight against Nazis while uncovering the treasure and, and, uh, sharpen puzzles in, in many temples. And yes, he even uses his ripping combat to disarm enemies or traverse the uh, uh, scenery. And and it also helps us develop a game developer, um, Machine Games. Now, they're a subsidiary of uh, Bethesda, which was uh, snapped up by Microsoft a few years back. They've worked on the Quake and Wolfenstein games, so... They know a thing or two about making games where you kill Nazis. Yeah. Yeah, it looks amazing. And uh, it's going to be an Xbox and PC exclusive. Yep. Oh, good, good. Okay, now uh, you got this one since you are... Okay. Alec Baldwin indicted on the Rust shooting again. And he's been indicted on charges of involuntary landslide. For those who need a quick recap, uh, Alec Baldwin accident and the... Uh, he, he uh, set off a firearm on uh, the he rest set for the rest and based uh, film Rust, where he accidentally killed an on-set cinematographer. And if he's convicted, he could face up to 18 months in prison. And, mm-hmm. It was in...
Yeah. Yeah, so uh, hopefully he uh, faces consequences for uh, this. Even if it was an accident, he still has to be held accountable. So... Huh? Oh my god! Shears, take the L! Just take the L already! Jesus fucking Christ. No. Okay. Mm -hmm. <coughs> I can't remember. Mmm. Sounds interesting. Uh, let's see, run Google. Let me uh, look it up real quick. Awards and nomination. And let's see. Cree, cree, cree. Oh, surprisingly, he didn't receive even ask her of a creed. No. Yeah, it's only a matter of time. Yeah, same here. Like, oh, uh, yeah, he has an amazing track record so far. He was an executive, he was a producer. Mm -hmm. 
Yeah, so season 8 of Rick and Morty. Well, we're going to have to wait a little bit longer because it's been delayed in to 2025. Yeah, uh, this was to be expected with all the uh, strikes that were going on. Um, mm-hmm. So, to fill in that gap, uh, later this year we got the Rick and Morty anime from Takashi Shano. Oh, coming. And, uh, he... Oh, yeah, like... They also did a few, uh, shots in a similar style, like Rick and Morty vs. Genocider and Summer Meets God. Like, for my tale, it's gonna focus on, uh, the themes of nihilism and existentialism, but from a Japanese his point of view, which I think is going to be great. Mm-hmm. So, let's see what's next. Oh, yeah, you got this. I added this. And for actor in a supporting role, we got, uh, yeah, we, let's take, yeah, I, I don't want to, it'll be easy on our thoughts too. Actor in a supporting role, we got Sterling K. Brown for American Fiction, Robert De Niro for Close to the Flower Moon, Robert Downey Jr. for Oppenheimer, proving he does have a career outside of Marvel, Ryan Gosling in Barbie, and Mark Ruffalo in Poor Things. Surprisingly, Margaret Robbie was snubbed. An actress in a supporting role, Emily Blunt in Oppenheimer, Daniel Brooks for The Color Purple, America Ferrara in Barbie, Jodie Foster in Niad, and Define Joy Randolph in The Holdovers. Yeah, you got this. So who are you banking on winning? Oh. Hey, that's a step up from above across the spider force for you? Mm -hmm. 
Cinematography, El Conde, A Killers of the Flower Moon, Maestro, Oppenheimer, and Poor Things. Directing an Anatomy of a Fall, Close of the Flower Moon, Oppenheimer, Poor Things, and the Zone of Interest, and oh damn, Bobby snubbed again. Documentary Short Film, The ABCs of Book Bannon. The Bubble of Little Rock, Island in Between, The Last Repair Shop, and Nine Eye and Raipu. Possibly. An international feature film, Io Capitano from Italy, Perfect Days from Japan. Society of the Snow from Spain, the Teacher's Lounge from Germany, and the Zone of Interest from the United Kingdom. And now for Best Original Score, American Fiction, Indiana Jones and the Dial of Destiny, Killers of the Flower Moon, Oppenheimer, and Poor Things. And now, Best Picture. There's American Fiction, Anatomy of a Fall, Barbie, The Holdovers, Killers of the Flower Moon, Maestro, Oppenheimer, Past Lives, Poor Things, and The Zone of Interest. Animated short, Letter to a Pig, 95 Senses, Our Uniform, Patsy Durame, Pacadum, was over inspired by the music of John and Yoko. Sound. The Creator, Maestro, Missing Impossible, Dead Reckoning Part 1, Oppenheimer, and the Zone of Interest.
Writing from an adapted screenplay, American fiction, Barbie, Oppenheimer, Poor Things, and A Zone of Interest. Bobbenheimer all over and oh yeah and a trailer drops for Avatar The Last Stairbender season the live action show on Netflix I should say That's been turning people off, yeah. Mm-hmm. Especially when he got his ass handed to him by Suki. Fan base, uh, and yeah, like yeah. Surprise, surprise. Her daddy has money. Let's see. The um, did I add it? Let me put it up real quick. Uh, oh yeah, our friend Luffy's gonna be happy about this. Season part two for the second season of Invincible to premiere on March fourteenth. Yeah, and uh, our friend John has also been uh, getting into Invincible, and it was funny. After he saw the first episode, he immediately told me. Yeah, I can see why they added Omi Man into Mortal Kombat. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Oh, yeah. Like, Robert Kirkman, the creator, is also a writer on this, and it's actually produced by Seth Rogen. Mm-hmm. It also helps that they decided to have it be animated, because I can imagine that's the only way they could possibly do this show. 
And uh, you also got this new. Oh yeah. Um. Third season. A Gundam person of the Avengers. I know. Returns him to back to the first hostels, yeah. So... Mm-hmm. Like, apparently it leads up to this one woman having a drunk one-night stand with How the Duck. <laughs> oh, yeah. One episode we would love is if Chakala became Star-Lord instead. Yeah, it was hilarious, because... What happened was, instead of, uh... Uh, Yandu picking up Peter Quill himself, he let, let his Ravager boys handle it, and it was funny. The first thing he says was, You got the wrong kid! He says, What nonsense! He fits the description perfectly! Two seeing eyes, two smelling and holes, and a talking hole. And he had to. S yeah, they just said. Yeah, and he just angry says, Does he look like Peter Quill to you? He goes, I don't know, all those Terrans look the same to me. It seems like they're trying to rectify that because they continued in the 90s X-Men show and they got that at a sp animated Spider-Man show and so that spin-off Marvel Zombies coming out. Ah, uh, definitely. Ah, uh, yeah. Riot Games lay off 530 employees. Yeah, apparently, allegedly, despite I having great profits, they're laying off a lot of employees. Oh. Oh. Toxicity. Mm 
So let's see. And oh yeah, I think I heard about this. Power World uh, faces controversy for alleged use of AI and stolen assets. Yeah, like uh, Power World is focused on, they described itself as Pokemon but with guns. Yeah, and even for what I heard, it tries to be a real hard edge lord. Like it focuses on animal exploitation and a bunch of shark humor. Because apparently, you can even kill and eat the pal out creatures. Yeah, or pre Nah, we got Pokemon at home. <laughs> okay, ah. They look right up your alley. Back on the Super Princess Peach on the DS, and that one wasn't really good for my heart. Like, she recognizes her emotions in that game. So, uh, let's see. Oh, yeah, this is some good news. Uh, May May and her mother, May and her mother appearing as character meet and greet at Disney's California Adventure for the Lunar New Year celebration. 
Yeah, so in California Adventure, they hold festivals every now and then, similar to Epcot and Walt Disney World. Only with the more California theme focused, like uh, the Lunar New Year Festival, uh, where they have a bunch of uh, Lunar New Year celebrations, like parades and food booths and decorations, and in this case, character meet and greets. It's... Yeah, that's adorable. <laughs> yeah, I think there's a bit of a Chinese American population in California as well. Oh, uh, yeah. Let's see. No, 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 wait. The, uh, the Incredibles was the first picture of him to focus on humans. No. Yeah, um, I'm, oh, I remember, like, uh, for the Incredibles DVD as an extra, they had this really bad uh, Mr. Incredible and Frozone cartoon as a Easter egg. And uh, they had Brad Bird write audio commentary for Mr. Incredible and Frozone of the reaction. And Frozone's dialogue was just great when he reacts to how his character was portrayed. Like I said, they, I look white. They made me a white guy? And Mr. Incredible's like, well, um, you, you still look black-ish. And, uh, some... Oh, sorry. Sorry, you're gonna... No. Oh, definitely. And, uh, on the topic of Disney and representations, uh, this news was out today, and you know I had to add it. Oh, definitely. Like, it was a return to film for Disney after... Oh, it's such an embarrassing uh, decade for them. Home, home on the range, and Yeah, but unfortunately, Disney didn't market it all that well and pitted it up against Avatar when it first premiered.
Yeah, and it doesn't help that Splash Brown was based off a film that was pulled from circulation, Song of the South. Like, I think the last time that film was actually shown was in, like, the 80s. And she looks amazing. Uh, like a light up screen on the face where it does has animated uh, facial movements and Mm-mm. And they just thought it was cheaper to use screens. <laughs> Looks like something from Slenderman. And even with it when it does work, it's still creepy because her faces light up and it has a ghastly glow to them. I know she looks beautiful. Okay, I'll, I'll, I'll do mine first, uh, switch it up, uh, my first recommendation is a game, uh, Rudy and our friend Sean made me play for Halloween on Super Bonus Round, um, check that out on YouTube, by the way, it's Doki Doki Literature Club. Now, I didn't know much about this game going into it, and, um, you can imagine... And my reaction to the reveal, like... Yeah, and it was, uh... It was something like, uh, apparently, uh... They, they said I, I shouldn't turn on trigger ones because it would spoil it. So, I was in for shock, let's just put it mildly. And... And yeah, if you want to see me react to some uh, really fucked up shit and have us, as me probably read Japanese words, then check out our playthrough on 
super bonus round of Doki Toki Literature Club Plus. And my second recommendation is uh, something John got me into. It's Gigaboots. They're a YouTube... Yeah, it's a YouTube slash Twitch channel. They uh, do a weekly podcast called The Big Think Dimension where they talk about video game news and what they've been playing. And they also do uh, Twitch streams of, of game playthroughs. And my absolutely favorite series of theirs is The Cursed Content Club. Well... They just review the most cursed stuff they can find and read on a scale of negative 5 to positive 5. I did review... Yeah, it's hilarious. Like, uh, they have rules and about picking and certain topics like the best character, worst character, etc. And it was hilarious to hear their reactions to each other's suffering and... <laughs> Uh, I remember they did a review of It's a Wonderful Life and how it does not hold up right. Well, by today's standards. I was just seeing them do a uh, really bad uh, impersonation of James Stewart and his, his 1940s sex racism. <laughs> and it was great. And uh, But one, I was watching them do a playthrough. They were doing a charity stream, stream where... Every time someone donates, they each four hundred dollars in donations. They switch between two games. One was this Japanese RPG they really wanted to play. The other was Suicide Squad Killer Justice League. And every time they managed to switch over to the RPG, someone would immediately donate enough money for to force them to keep playing Suicide Squad. And they were really suffering throughout it.
Oh god, I'm see the title. Tattooed Teenage Alien Fighters from Beverly Hills. Oh god. Pray for us. Bye-bye.